Oh my god, we've done it! We have a second Pixar perspective! It has finally happened. The, the second one of the year, and at the very last day of the year! Literally, we're doing this New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, gonna come out like in a, co uh, a couple days, a couple days into 2021. So, spoilers for don't tell us any spoilers about what went down. But we've made it to the end of 2020. Yes. Um, yes. With a a very special uh, Pixar film, I suppose you can say. Yeah, I would call it very special. Yeah. It's uh, it's special in many regards. Um, well, first off, I am the Wash, and I'm random bystander here, and I'm the captain of a pirate ship in the, the zone. Yeah, the zone. <laughs> the zone. In, in the, zone. the pirate ship in auto zone. <laughs> <laughs> and then by day you spin signs for auto zone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, his boss, like, I, I, where's, yeah, what the He's hell? Like, you need to spin that sign, and I'm like, okay. I mean, that's, it's like, yeah. if it's, you spin the sign, like, all the time, and you do a better job of it than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. You're well, a really terrible boss if you're punishing your good workers like that. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, before we, before we uh, start on the movie, um, uh, this is uh, first impressions. It's gonna be ninety-eight percent unedited, one hundred percent spoilers. We're gonna go yes. completely deep into it. So, uh, if you if 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 you want to watch the uh, if you still haven't watched the movie, uh, I can say first off without going too much into it. I recommend watching this movie. I was, yes. I enjoyed this movie. I do too, especially since unlike a lot of unlike all the films on Pixar, you don't have to see it in theaters. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, so, that's a very special thing. If you about have it. Disney Plus, which I'm sure if you are a viewer of Pixar's perspective, you do. <laughs> because, Wait, uh, what happened to the movie theater? Um, <laughs> pulling my yeah, collar that's, metaphor. That's, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one, Kirby fan. Um, but yeah. yes, go watch, go watch Soul before you watch this. But after yeah. watching Soul, I do kind of want to talk like, about and subscribe. Yeah, I do want kind of want to talk about that that aspect of it that it is like direct to streaming for the very first time, but uh, I, I, we'll, we can save that for a little bit later. So, quick question uh, before we start, since we did yeah. this with Onward, but yeah. unlike Onward, we weren't forced to do this. Did all of us watch Burrow? Yes. Uh, yes. I watched Burrow. I watched Burrow. Okay, uh, what you, I, I, I guess we could spend I like almost... a minute talking about it, I guess. Okay, yeah. it's, it's really cute. worth talking about. It's, it's cute. That's it's it. very cute. That's it's it. very nice. It, I also like the fact that it's 2D too. Yeah, because this is part of something called the Spark Source, I believe it's uh is the is the term for it, where it's just it's not even necessarily like Pixar technically. It's it's just like uh like the Pixar employees. It's kind of doing what what the the shorts usually do, which is just try to like train some uh some of the uh some Pixar perspective Pixar <laughs> some Pixar <laughs> trying to train like Pixar employees to become directors and writers in their own respect and that's how we got like you know uh, like Peter Stone and like uh, all sorts of different du uh, directors like came out from uh the the Pixar 
uh, shorts. And so the spike shorts are going to be something very similar to that. And in this case, this is a very nice story. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very, very simple. It's, it's a fairy tale, I would almost say. It's so simple. Is this the baby driver of <laughs> Pixar shorts? <laughs> Edgar Wright Spective never dies. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go again. You guys want Pixar Spective, and now you got it, and now you want Edgar Wright. You can't have We, we already finished recording it, but we haven't gotten the, all the episodes out yet. Whoops. Whoa. Whoa. So you'll see that in time. We'll anyway. get that in time. Don't worry. Oh. Oh, you're already tired. No, I'm not tired. I just <laughs> yawned. <laughs> um, I'm trying to trying to think of how to bring Redline into this because that's what we normally do. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, Burrow was very cute. Uh, yeah. I almost forgot about him. If it weren't for the fact that Wash mentioned in our Discord, yeah, I would not have watched it. So thank same, you for telling same. me about it. Yes, uh, um, I I honestly would have missed out on it too until somebody because I I just like mentioned uh, offhand, hey, there uh, is there a short for this. And turns out, yes, there is. Um, I'm glad there is because I don't yeah. think there was one for Onward. No, there was. There was. Remember, Onward. it was The Simpsons. It was The Simpsons. Oh short. my god! I, I, there was I, one short without. There was one Pixar movie without a short. Oh yeah, um, Toy Story Four. Toy Story Four. That's right. I, I remember like when when I uh, first watched that, I was like, oh, they, that's weird. That's, yeah, <laughs> it was weird. They're like, wow, we're just getting straight. What? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> it's like, you're not it getting like us the... warmed up. And, 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 and like, I, I would have quite liked to see Burrow on the big screen. Me um, too. But yeah. you, we can't. Because if they, I, I, I'm, I have no doubt that if they, if they, if it weren't for the virus, this movie would have been on in theaters. Oh, for sure. For sure. The, yeah. um, the short especially, um, the short was planned for the th- for theatrical release. Um, would have been quite a different site uh, for it because uh, again, it's completely two D uh, animated. Um, it, it's I don't know. It, it's it's hard, it's hard to say much uh, much more about it. It's a very touching story about like moving into a new place and meeting new people and just being kind of scared of the of of the unknown. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then everybody's just helped along. I like the one. Uh, I can't remember what what the species it was, but like they, uh, whenever the bunny was showing the map, there's always that one that had the pen ready. Yes. <laughs> what was what was the the one that the bunny was behind the door? The bunny was scared of the what badger. Was that? It's a badger, right? I think I think so. It might have been a badger. That was my. That was, I like that. Yeah, the one that the, just kind of like did the scream at the end to alert everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, they did the yeah, big the badger. Yeah, yeah. I like that one a lot, especially because like when he went into the like opened up the door, it was just like a tired guy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it was nice. That was nice. But he, but then as soon as like the bunny explains the reason, and like the bunny like has this moment where they're like he like is, like, sobbing at one point, I think. Oh, yeah. Crying because he's so frustrated and that he made things worse. And then yeah. the, the batter's just like, Ugh. Ah! And it was just... <laughs> <laughs> the bunny tries to hide and he's just like, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. he tries to, like, hide, like, hide away. He's like, no, 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 explain. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> yeah, that was, it was quite nice. It was, it's, 
again, very simple story. It's a very, very cute story. I, I definitely would take it over the Simpsons short. Oh, God, Me yes. too. God, yes. Especially because it's just like, it, it doesn't have the baggage that the Simpsons have. Yeah. Yeah, like, like look, it, it's, and it also just looks better. Yeah, it, it's it's it not does. it's it's still like digital two uh, D. It's not quite like it's it's not quite as like fresh as like a, a full blown like two D Disney uh, film, but it's it it does it does its job and yeah. everyone's quite nice. It's nice. It was a very nice short, and it was great to see an original short again. Amen to that. Yeah, well, forget, let's forget talking about Soul. Let's just trash on Modern Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I okay. Modern Simpsons. How? What has happened to her? Have anyone like listened to Modern Simpsons lately? Oh, Homer! It's even worse than that. <laughs> yeah, like I was it's, say, it's actually not too far off. Yeah, actually, like like the 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 amount of like you can hear the damage that playing Modern Simpsons. I've done on yep. that voice actress. Like she sounds yep. horrific, and I and I I, I don't I I, I do the powers to the actress, but good lord, you gotta. This is where the two percent of the editing comes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that anyway, sounds like a challenge to me. <laughs> soul. All right. So now soul. we're done with this. Now we're done with the Simpsons. Let's yes, talk and about we're moving on to soul. Let, let's talk about spy in disguise with soul. Will, Will Smith as a pigeon. <laughs> in, intro, Burrow, The Simpsons, Soul. <laughs> the Simpsons yeah. spy in disguise, Soul. <laughs> no, actually, intro, Edgar Wright, The Simpsons, Spurrow, SpongeBob, and Spurrow. So, what were uh, we talked about this uh, uh, in in the past. Like, what were we expecting out of Soul? Um, I had no idea what to expect. At, at, on one hand, it's a Pixar film that's directed by Pete Docter, yeah. and he is known for producing one of the studio's best work. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Up is considered one of the best. Inside Out is definitely considered one of the best. And is your favorite, I believe, Wash. It, it is my favorite. Uh, and let's not forget Monsters Incorporated. Starting yeah, way Monsters back. Incorporated, too. Like He's the, literally known for, um, like, producing stuff, like, one of the greatest hits. So, But on the other hand, I'm just like, it's 2020. Um, <laughs> and It's 2020, they, I just want to 2020 could still ruin my <laughs> Pixar movie. So... I didn't know what to expect, and yeah. I just wanted to go. I went in this with like little to no expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was uh, very much the same. Like I I was really trying to just keep the the high. I like you know, Pete Doctor is one of my favorite directors. Um, like obviously like we just listed out just like uh top to bottom like fantastic work. Even uh the stuff that's kind of middling, there's there's always something that that you just go wow at. Um. And so I was just trying to keep the the expectations uh, low, especially because it's like, I you know this is a brand something brand new. Uh, at, at least it was brand new for Pixar. Yeah. Um, and this it's the it was interesting. It was definitely interesting to 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 just uh what just walk into it. It it 
it definitely felt weird when I was when I was watching it on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, Kobe fan, what about you? Much of the same boat. I wasn't really expecting anything too great or too bad. You know, you never go into anything with specific expectations. Yeah. Because you're going too negative, and of course you're going to dislike it. But you go into <laughs> it too positive, and you set the bar too high. I was curious because Pixar and their OG directors have mostly been doing sequels. And their new directors haven't been making. I don't. I don't want to say they haven't been making the best of movies, but they haven't been making the most consistent. I guess mm-hmm. is a good way to put it. Uh, so this was something that could have been. Now nah, I don't exactly know how to word it, but one of the originals coming back to make an original non-sequel movie. I was looking forward to that part, and I was kind of nervous, only because, <laughs> you know, we got to stop relying on these same people. Oh, absolutely, 100%. But and, and- also, you know, if it's a Pete Doctor movie, I'll watch it, you know, you're not gonna, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna not watch it. Yeah. I know this you know, was what, something It's that- not like this is modern Simpsons or anything. <laughs> I know this is something that <clears throat> the Pete Doctor had been developing for a very long time, um... I'm trying to remember when was the first time that we actually st- started he- hearing about. Yeah, I would say years, like sometime after Inside Out. Yeah, like maybe definitely maybe right after, after Inside Out. It, it might have been right after Inside Out. Yeah, um, it, it's just this idea that he's had for a long while, um, and uh, it, I, I, I didn't do new, I didn't do as much research, but but like I, I was, when I was talking with other people, I did find out some stuff about the movie, and maybe we'll talk about that soon enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, this was it, it was it was kind of a similar de- uh, development with Inside Out, though maybe not. Well, actually, de- I would guess they're not as turbulent. But then the year started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in fact, I I found out uh, that they're about they're going to be producing a documentary of a making of Soul. Oh. Yeah. They're t- they're I actually gonna... really want to see that. Yeah, me too. Because uh, it's specifically like how they managed to make Soul during 2020. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting in that respect. Um, but that's the... Um, that was at least what we, we, we had uh, going into it. Um, where, where do we start with Soul? Um, let's start with the ending. Yes. What? So the ending, um, <laughs> oh, the ending, That's yeah, weird, but the ending know. is like, and maybe a controversial, oh. <laughs> but I did notice that some people weren't as, that there were like a couple, couple people that was like, oh, I wanted to see more of the ending, and I disagree. I mean, I get well, where okay, they're going. I was, I I mean, I, oh, we're I was actually kidding. doing this. Guys, okay. I, was, I, I was kidding. I was kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's the thing. I was like, we're actually doing this. Um, yeah, I, that's uh, the same thing that I thought. I was like, did they do realize that? I'm me, right? Like, yeah. half of what I say is a joke. I know, I know. But even then, Watch was just like, you know what? Uh, maybe, alright, we can do this. Let's and I'm like, uh, let's, 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 let's roll with it. Uh, let's start, and this is crazy, and, you know, I'm kidding, don't take me too seriously, but <laughs> let's start with the beginning. Okay, yes. so the beginning of this is uh, quite interesting because it's, I lo- it's even more <laughs> sudden than Coco. Like, like, I guess it, I guess it's more sudden than Coco. Did you just, laugh as hard? I I just I just gotta say it's so funny 
to hear the Disney music played by middle school band students. Oh, yeah, that was nice. I forgot about that. <laughs> At the yeah. start, I loved that. I loved that a that lot. That was really cute. And then you actually I was like, the, "Why the... is this bad?" And then it just, <laughs> it, and then it, then it, then it showed, uh, Joe teaching at a middle school band, and I was just like, "Okay, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense." <laughs> if anyone had, if anyone had even walked by a, a band class, you know, <laughs> you know, it's William Fancy Son from band class. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in, oh, we're tired, and we're still seriousness. Um, I, I like that as a good opening, though, because yeah. um, it one, it subvert, it's it does something with the with the logo and has fun with it, which um they did that with they did that with a lot of things. They they kind of did it with Inside Out with the music playing during in the background of that Disney uh, I logo reveal. They did that with Coco with. Like a mariachi version playing, they're like a coming like a flamenco, yeah, yeah, flamenco cover, yeah. sort of. Um, but this is probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one that 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 fully relates to the story, which I quite like. Um, yes, I I, I kind of prefer when you when you go into some kind of the weird uh, angle like that. Um, like like, do you remember like the 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 intro for uh, Atlantis, where where it shows like the Disney logo, but it's it's like underground and it looks like you're inside a cave and you just see the Disney logo engraved on the wall and it's just really spooky lighting and it, it sets the mood really well and I, and I feel like that's what this was going for as well because it's, it's the, music it's a is a big part mood. of the film yeah but when it gets to the Pixar logo you don't hear the bouncing sound effects so it's like the worst yeah unironically I love it too <laughs> I, I can think of other like like you said it transitions into the story that's what i like about it yeah, yeah that it, 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 like you, you have to hear joe saying okay let's try that again <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not let's not upset our our, our overlords again <laughs> and a one and a two <laughs> i love i love i love when he starts playing music and he's talking about why music is good he's like connie you understand right I'm twelve. <laughs> I'm twelve. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out she does understand. <laughs> she does. But later in the story, but we'll get to that when we get we'll to that. We'll get to that. Oh. Um, but uh one of the big things about this movie, along with the fact of like dealing with life and stuff, and one of the reasons I like it is because music is a huge part of it. And especially piano music. Absolutely. Uh, 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 jazz. jazz music. Jazz music specifically, yes. Uh John Baptiste from Stay Human knocked it out of the park. He's the his, one who did the soundtrack. He's for this? the one that he's the one that did That's the jazz. That explains so much. The, he, did, he did the jazz uh, specifically. The guy who did the the soundtrack, like the overall soundtrack, is Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. What? <laughs> yeah, what? he's he's just doing like like movie soundtracks now. He did the. I mean, okay, but like. <laughs> There, there. This movie has two different soundtracks. It has New York City music and it has Inside Out music. Yeah. Are you telling me that a guy from Nine Inch Nails did the Inside Out portion of this movie? Yes. I, I mean, understand John Baptiste doing the jazz part because if yeah. you and if yeah. you've watched the Stephen Colbert show or yeah. like a or if you watched and, and Late we, Night with we've Stephen watched Colbert, it live. Yeah, we we've watched it live. But that's another Lucky. story. Um. Uh. But. 
John you, when you hear like I thought that music sounded familiar. I was like, yeah, he he. You you even get to hear John Baptiste's voice in the uh, ending credits, and it's a lovely little like. I want to pick up that soundtrack a little soon because it's it's so lovely all around. Uh, yeah, great. This soundtrack is great. It's one yeah. of my favorite things about the film. Yeah, and it, especially growing up in a jazzy piano household. Mm-hmm. Well, like not real. Well, hold on. I I believe I love playing <laughs> piano. I tried to learn piano. My grandfather actually before i was born he was a piano player sure. so oh. my when my mom watched it, this film because she watched it shortly after i did and i was saw her reaction to it she was just like saying that the piano playing reminded her of the days where her, where my grandfather would play and oh so yeah. it is it is pixar they are very good at you know if you're gonna make a movie about the piano or some people playing the piano stuff like that they're they're gonna Go through the experience of what and it's like. May to play I piano. just one, say one part that I really sorry sorry random one part I really liked early on was when Joe Gardner was playing the piano for the first time in front of yes. Dorothea Williams when he was playing the piano and you just see his fingers like moving across the piano mm-hmm. like 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 somebody drawing a painting It's just so effortlessly <laughs> so quickly so yeah. realistically just playing the piano. Yes, it's, it's so I really like it's that. So. It's, wonderful it's so it's like i was animated. impressed i was impressed with the visuals the zone part was cool and everything i just i just like the detail oh yeah, yeah there's absolutely. so much little detail into that and like, the stylized version of that whole band scene in general or all the band scenes really they had a lot of color they had a unique color to them they had like unique like visuals of all the bandmates playing and when you just see uh um joe in the zone um he uh it, it, like it just looks incredible. It looks incredible when he's playing that piano for the first time. It's not, and not just the piano, but but I I noticed also like the uh with the saxophone player and the trombonist, um like you can tell that there there was some details that they were making very they're, they're trying to do their absolute best to get to get it working. Um like with the kind of finger acting that you have to do on the saxophone to get yep. all the, the different notes out of uh out of it. Uh, or the drummer uh, d- doing like the the uh, the the more detailed sounds on the drums. Like, I I imagine they had to do like a ton of like recording of the instruments, and then to, and then try to figure out how to get it looking, how to get it looking right while still looking like Pixar because you don't want it to just be like motion capture. Like it's still gotta look like 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 a snappy cartoon, which is yeah, yeah. what it is. And they they do a great balance of that. Um, I I haven't seen either of these films, but when I was talking with people, they said that this is like a way better jazz movie than uh, La La Land or uh, Whiplash. I've seen neither, but yes, right. <laughs> but yeah, I can that, tell you that, already, yes. Yeah. So, so that's <laughs> that's fine. I can I tell that there's a love letter to jazz in this movie. Absolutely, absolutely. Like they they really and... take the t- take the time out with the with getting the jazz right. Which is good because you know me and music. I love, I love music. <laughs> I love I the love music. music. <laughs> this is so fantastic. <laughs> this is um, not a movie that's... about Italian. No. How um, badly do you want to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie, God? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but yeah, that's the beginning of the film. He, um, Joe gets, the, he works, he gets offered a full-time job as the musical 
uh, as a, as like music instructor, which is great because he does technically get a job where he is doing music, but at the same time, it's not what he wants it's to not do. What he wants, he wants no. to play jazz. He <laughs> wants to do it, even though it's not a full time job, and his mom gives him trouble about like you need that full-time job and i'm like wow why is this hitting me hard <laughs> hard this is a movie for kids what are you doing but in a good way oh arguably uh, we can talk about that soon but well, yeah yeah but uh he he performs in the gig with dorothy williams um <laughs> and he he gets the gig and then there's this hilarious scene of him avoiding constant danger like a cartoon. Hey, buddy, look out! You're gonna get yourself killed. <laughs> and then he's able to do that, and then he falls down a manhole and dies. And then, is, the, again, and then the title starts. Another casual Pixar's so casual with death. And it's not the. So I asked this before, and nobody answered. Did you laugh as hard as that one as you did with Coco's? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, good. No. Good. I mean, first off, I was spoiled because they used this in the teaser trailer. Yeah, so I that, knew well. I knew what was coming. Um, uh, but but also it was just like, like like I knew it was coming, but then it was like, like he died, and then the title started. I was like, oh yeah, this we're at the, the start of the movie. This is what, <laughs> yeah, this is the, what the movie's about. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that whole animation for that title sequence. Yes, yes, that's so good. Yeah, like it it's was so trippy. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> it was just like you could tell, like they really experimented with this a bit because the concept of death is weird and stuff. And I imagine the transition would be so. Like I loved how they made that an opening credit sequence. Yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely like maybe we can talk about this with characters, but it's it definitely like they were trying to pack like a lot of character into the first three minutes and then the yeah. title starts like like do you, it, it, you you already get quite a lot of his life already from just those three minutes and then in fact the original plan for the movie was that that like it was gonna take place entirely in the in the universe of souls you would not see planet earth i am so glad they changed that <laughs> Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, that this movie would not be as good if it weren't for the jazz moments and seeing or just it the, the New York moments. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm so not good. This is probably this is gonna be Kirby fan with the Kirby fan hot take of <gasps> of, tw- of 2020, the last one. Um, but I was not the craziest about the soul bits. Eh, neither was I. I I thought they were okay, mm. but at the same time, I wanted to go to New York. Granted, oh yeah, well, the movie maybe because York, I want if... to go back to New York and where how it was before the pandemic in real life, and it was nice seeing that city again in some way, shape, or form. But also, it was animated so well. There's one point where there's a shot of pepperoni pizza that looked real. Yeah, that well, was... it had to look real, otherwise you'd be questioning why you're living. Yeah, yeah, like they really gone. Like, do you remember what the pizza looked like in in Inside Out? Like. It oh my looked, god! It just looked like gummy. <laughs> <laughs> it did. And it was also a bad pizza. That was that was California pizza. We had New York. Congratulations, San Francisco! You own pizza. Fuck the Hawaiians, and now you. And now you. And now they've come a long way in Seoul, where they got the pizza right. The pizza's finally, been redeemed. Finally, some good fucking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring back my New Yorker accent. Been I'm going to the snack bar. Hey, what for your fucking going, Put the thing pal? away. There are, like, children here. <laughs> um... Dude, but get Benny, the fuck get out of to, here. Back, what are you doing? I'm having an existential crisis. Whatever. I'm in the subway. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, 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 hey what's... Uh, um, <laughs> I, I, we're gonna go, going back to, I guess, getting him. Uh, Joe dies, and um, yeah. um, and he's, and he's he, on a conveyor and, belt. And he like he goes in an escalator line to the great beyond. Yeah, which that's more where like heaven and hell is put into there. But it is like it, I guess, philosophy because they did a good job of avoiding religion. <laughs> yeah, it was. I I I hadn't realized until afterwards. I was like, oh, they completely like avoided that question of like afterlife because you don't you don't see the afterlife technically. Yeah, we don't. We see In fact, purgatory. Joe avoids it, like because he yeah, knows yeah. that's the forever. All we end. see, all we see is a blip. <laughs> yeah, blip. Yeah, when they die, they go blip. Yeah. Oh, sure. I thought you were talking about like blip that TV. <laughs> Good lord, what a throwback. <laughs> um uh But yeah, that he literally like sees it and and some people are just like, Alright, it's time for us to go, but and but he's literally like fights it, he runs Panicking, away, and eventually yeah. he runs like he, off he, of the He he like makes he like flips through the gate somehow. Yeah. Uh and then, Yeah, yeah, this this is my first complaint about the movie. Yeah. Uh so they say later on that there hasn't been anything wrong with the Count for centuries. Is he really the first person to do this? <laughs> yeah, I was about to you gotta, say. Cause you gotta imagine, because when he's all panicked, there, uh, some, old, uh, some old dead lady. <laughs> that sounds horrible to say. But she says, oh, was it sudden for you? And then they start speaking Japanese. And I was like, damn, I don't need the subtitles for this. That's bad. <laughs> oh, I... I, I, I <laughs> Oh, it's Japanese? Because the subtitles... Well, like, one, it, one of them was Japanese. I don't remember yeah. who. Oh, okay. I didn't, need, I didn't need the subtitles. That's how I knew. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he was freaking out. He was like, it can't be my time. And then he falls through and they're freaking out about the count. And I'm just thinking, there's no way he's the first person who died suddenly in centuries. Why, why, does, he get, why does he get this thing where he I mean, the first thing that like, i thought was wow that wasn't a wall i was just under the impression that there was a wall not like this gap of nothing but that that's a nitpick what's not a nitpick is he's the first person in centuries to fall through like how can you even fall through yeah i didn't understand that the, yeah. the closest thing that i really got was that number 22 at some point later in the movie says that oh this is all representational this isn't actually yeah. anything really happening i'm gonna mention that but I mean, that still doesn't. So, so did he ever? I don't think. So you could argue that he never died, right? So, uh, I, I, which which is a, which is reasonable. Like he never died. You could you could say that's just him, a, a visual metaphor of him fighting for his life. But uh, uh, yeah, like, there coma. are people here. This is yeah. this is real. This is happening. Yeah, he was, so, he was in a he was in a coma for at least the first half of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it, one of it, those things where it's like. It's it's a it's a problem and you have to address it. But the more you think about it, the more convoluted and confusing the movie gets. Yeah. So it's like, I, oh, don't think about it. But then like this whole other well of problems opens up, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, um, oh. Yeah, I will say how I interpreted it was like once you reach the great beyond, that's when you're like dead. 
Uh, well, yes. And, yeah. and until then, you're like either in a coma or like on the verge of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once your soul leaves your body and you do go into Great Beyond, there's no chance of it going back. Mm-hmm. So you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, they don't really focus much on that. Again, they focus more on like what happens before you become a soul because that's safer. <laughs> it, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. safer. Uh, and, and also, like, I didn't realize, uh, suddenly, like, when we got to the credits and you saw all those little baby souls, I was like, oh, these are going to be toys, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> they have to make merchandise somehow. Yeah, it's like, yeah. just like the huge the, the head and the cute little eyes. Like, yep, we're back to Baby Dory again. Yep. <laughs> and hold on, it's better than Baby it's better, Dory. It's better At least than baby these guys Dory. say hell. They're they're not. They're not disgusting. Yeah, yeah. They're not offensive. They're they're not that great, but they're not offensive. It's it's a very simple design. It's it's a giant head with 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 eyes and a tiny mouth. Yes. Yeah. It's a baby. But but Joe um does become part of the mentorship program where they mentor young souls to become find their purpose and get their. I don't want to say it. Yeah, I, no, I almost, I almost fell. We were talking before this, and I almost fell into that exact same trap. What? What? I'm gonna say. Where they? Do you want, do you want to, me? Do you just want me to say it so you don't have to? No, I'll do it. I, I gotta do it. Where they okay, get okay. there? Where they find their mark? <laughs> <laughs> Number twenty-two. I don't want that dumb mark anyway. <laughs> uh, I never leave. Uh, the dinosaur never, never dies. <laughs> Joe Gardner. All right, hurry up and make your mark. I don't want that dumb mark anyway. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's the movie. <laughs> that's the movie. <laughs> but again, Pete Doctor did it ten times better. <laughs> um, well, Pete Pete Doctor did it better because it wasn't one to one. Exactly. And also, it's like it, it wasn't like the the story was like flawed from the core. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it basically uh Joe winds up meeting twenty two, yeah. who's been a lost soul for a long time, like literally avoiding life in every way, shape, or form and, and lost just yeah, to say, lost lost soul by choice in this yeah. case. Uh, in fact, uh uh adding to what I was saying earlier with how this was originally gonna take place in the in the soul universe, twenty two was originally the main character. And it would would have been about twenty two's journey of trying to fit, uh, of, of like, oh, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to go to Earth because I've heard so many bad things about it. And as we were writing it, we were like, well, how do we, how do we like explain this without going to Earth? <laughs> how do we explain yeah. how good? Earth, because when you hear about how Earth is, it sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, and that's why Joe was probably created to show I, like the joys exactly. of Earth, they, they, but also at the same time showing the not joys of it because you start the movie in a middle school band room. So, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they basically have to work together in a classic Pixar duo and get Joe back into his body, mm-hmm. and they do, um, sort of, maybe sort of at first, um. But before we talk about that, um, yeah, what did you guys think of the two main characters? I like uh, do we want to start with Joe or do we want to start with number 22? Joe. I, I want to start with Joe. Okay. I right. like Joe. I don't want to go I, first on this because there's, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of bad. Really? With Joe? I mean, I don't think Joe is perfect, but I really like him as a Pixar character. 
Um, I want to like him, and then he just. Get... No, you there, two go I first. Under... You, you two go first. You two go first. Wait, I, I think it, I know where you're going on, with this, on. but Before, I, I just want to. I I want to call it. Is it is it the go over there and forget? Is it that kind of problem? Because it sounds it's something like important. It is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay. Um, um, yeah. So uh, I, I like Joe. I like Joe, Joe very much in this. Um, it's the it's. I, I'll I'll tell you. It hit hard when uh they were they were going through the it's cause, cause again it's like you, you cram up so much of his life in the first three minutes, then he dies and suddenly has to like experience this whole world, and then. Uh, through that whole like museum of the self or whatever, you find you find out what his regular life is like, and he's just a lonely guy. It's just and like seeing him like in a diner all by himself, it was like, ow, why uh, is this personal? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I I I related a lot to Joe in that moment when mm-hmm. he literally just goes, when he just watches his life pass by, and he just literally says, "My life is meaningless," and I'm like. You're wrong, but at the same time, ouch! I felt Ow. that. <laughs> we're in that similar, we're in that similar point of our of our lives right now. We're yeah, just... we're like where we feel like we're just like running in a treadmill that's not going anywhere. Yeah, and yeah. if our last day was tomorrow, what it wouldn't feel God. like it was accomplished. And um, yeah, ow. Yeah, ow. <laughs> so well, we were rooting for Joe the entire time because yeah. of that. And Absolutely. there were points where, like, um, and he, he like pressures twenty two to like do things. And at the one point, and he does sometimes become a bit of a bit. It's kind of it becomes kind of like Woody, where like, no, Joe, we don't want you to like do this or pressure twenty two or feel this way or scratch people as a kitten, which is a weird trope they do. But um, <laughs> but also at the same time, it's pulled off better than Brother Bear and Brave. Uh, I will get to why. Um, oh, I, I think so anyway. But at the end, you really like identify with Joe and identify with what he wants, and um, uh, and that's the whole like driving forward in the film. I argue that I liked him more than Twenty Two, and some people have argued saying that he carries the film. I would say so. Uh, I would say so. Uh, I I have my I have my personal issues with twenty two so but but we'll save that for later. Uh, yeah. I would say that he carries the film. Yeah, I I have some I have some mixed feelings about twenty two, but it's some good, Same. some bad. Same. Um, but I, I guess I, jo- I said a lot of good and a lot of bad for Joe. Maybe it's a lot of good and enough bad. Maybe that's more accurate. Uh, I like Joe too. I was just very frustrated with him at points. That's all. Oh no, I understand where you were frustrated him, like when the points were spoilers, um we, they, we're, we're they, they spoilers. do go back to Earth. Uh, the only thing is, um Joe is a cat. Yeah. And and twenty two is in Joe's body. Yeah. Which then you think, Oh god, brother bear, uh <laughs> oh god. And there are brave. other body swap movies, you know. There are yeah. other body swap movies. I signed yeah, up I, for I a movie by the soul, a not a body swap movie. But, I was thinking of so many other movies before. I was thinking of Spy, Spy in Disguise before I thought of Brother Bear. Yeah, well, you, you were thinking of Spies in Disguise before we started this. Yes, yes you were. <laughs> um, uh, but at the same time, it like goes through the tropes, but it kind of just gets them out of the way uh, right away. Um, That's true. And then we just, the whole movie is like um, them trying to get their bodies swapped back 
by uh by the hippie by the hippie i don't know his name oh um, um I'll, st- I'll call him like star child it's not star child but i'll call him star child okay star child um <laughs> And eventually, but doing, but the genius thing about this plot device and why they did it is because they did it so 22 could experience life. Mm-hmm. Um, and through Joe's perspective, because that's the only way they, he, they, they would be able to truly experience and enjoy life. And I'll leave it at that because I want to hear Kirby's perspective on Joe before we talk about 22. Okay. So as far as what I like about Joe, I mean, you two nailed a lot of it already uh and you know for what i didn't like about joe you know random definitely was right at that it was so when joe ran to earth early and how the body swap happened and everything my 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 problem with that if I, I okay, hold on. You two talk for, but I have to find this guy's name <laughs> because I I don't know what you two thought of the hippie. I thought he was hilarious. When oh, I, I thought him. it was I funny him. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was great too. Um, I loved his design. <laughs> yeah, the... I love the mustache, but I don't know his name. Uh, Moonwind. Uh, his name is Moonwind. Moonwind. We were Moonwind. we were not okay, too far off actually. No, yeah, I was gonna say Star Child Moonwind. That's really close. <laughs> I knew it would like that kind of thing. Gwen Norton. Wow, okay. I did not Who think... Who is he? So when yeah, Joe anyway. was trying to go back to Earth and Moonwind is telling him what he needs to do and he gets excited and he tries to go back and Moonwind goes, slow down, you can't speed up, can't make this process go too fast. And then he speeds it up and makes the process go too fast. It's it's all stuff like that. It's all stuff... How oh, I missed he's that. He's so... No, you, you don't miss that. That's like no, 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 the no, whole I... reason why the body swap happens because... He rushes it after explicitly being told not to rush it. Only the second oh. time he doesn't listen. The first time he listens just fine. The second time he says no. I got it. And then just there. does it anyway. And I get it. He's in a hurry to get back, but it's this it's this it's this ag- these random bursts these random bursts <laughs> of aggression that he has, but like this mean aggression almost. Like when he's just yelling at people being angry. Like in the, the beginning of the movie when um, you know, He's talking to the principal, and he's like, oh, these students are, you know, they're all, you can hear, they're not good. The kid goes, hey, he goes, not you, you're great. He's not. Like, that's fun. That's just, you know, light teasing. But then when there's, like, number 22, and he's just like, all right, well, whatever, I just gotta get back. Or when Moonwind is telling him how to get back, and he just rushes it. Or when number 22 is in his body, and he's just freaking, and I, I get that he's mad. I, I get that. You know, I, I watched Inside Out. I know how emotions are. <laughs> but it's it's so, so much of him in the movie is him just being, like, really mean. Yeah. And I, 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 I like it, and I think it's balanced out well. In, well, okay, no, I don't like it. But I think it's balanced out well enough by, you know, the rest of his character. It at least makes him seem like a character. Not yeah. just, you know, oh, he's not just nice. He's not just mean. But... Mm. Hey, like, really uh, mean, aggressive characters are not things that I'm particularly fond of. And it especially hurts when he has the moments where it's like, oh, you know, he's a cool guy or, oh, man, I really want to see him get back so that he can get this role. He mm-hmm. can get this gig. I'm going to say role like a million times because it's, yeah, it's, it, it's basically auditioning for roles. It's basically what this is. <laughs> but 
It's just so he's so like mean sometimes. I I um, think I think what like part part of what what made that like kind of uh, uh frustrating with that it was very clearly like it, it was a choice made to to move the plot going. Yes. That, yes. Like if if he just like if he was patient, the movie would have been over. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. like yeah. Well, I mean, if 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 that's your defense, then. You know, it's my. Again, I will. I will say this yeah. much. Um, this is a problem with the soul portion of the movie, not the New York portion of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Can right. I have my defense for Joe? Go ahead. Um. How, what was Joe's day like? He was having a great day. He finally get the gig that he's been dreaming of yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. Years since his father him to a jazz club when he was a kid yep. he finally gets that gig and then immediately he dies yeah and, and, and he and he loses that gig i'm not done yet yeah. he <laughs> dies and he each he, he he has a he does have the slimmest slimmest chance of getting back and doing his gig and following his dream but it seems like every turn something is in the way and he sees a little bit of he sees his life uh literally flashed before his, like, literally before his eyes, and how, like, he didn't get a chance to live his life, and he believes that the way fate has intended, he's going down with ever achieving his dream. If I were in Joe's shoes, I would be very mad and desperate to cling on to some life to get my dream to come true. You can definitely, I, yeah. So, that's why, in my, that, I don't know if that, that doesn't make it right. Like, I'm don't wish that he did that, but I could see where he's coming from. Yeah, you you can. Definitely... Yeah, there's 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 a lot more to say about something like this than other jerks. Yeah, and I mean, he still wouldn't go as far as to quite call him a jerk. It, it's clear. There, that there, they... It's just there. There are some points where it's like, ooh, it's like, more like our main it's... character is saying this. <laughs> like when it's... Con, I I think her name was Connie. Like when this is actually a New York bit. It when Connie came over for the lessons, that's her name, right? Okay, when she came over for the lessons, and his response is, ugh, I don't have time for this. And then she's saying, talking about how she wants to quit, and he's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just like, that that's our main character? No, well, Again, what? he's so focused, he's so, like, focused on this dream. Like, you know, um, you know how they explain in the soul version uh, at one point? Uh, that, um, that there's, like, lost souls, which are not the little ones. Oh. Um, they are oh they are like the lost souls are like the ones who are like in these gray dark yes like sand yes. pits yeah i wouldn't be surprised if there was a theory that joe was one of those souls before he died oh yeah that's that's definitely how i interpreted it yeah. i i honestly thought uh, i was waiting for, I, I i don't think they ever made that quite made that connection but i was expecting like joe because so much of this was just joe being like in, like focused on like like I gotta do jazz I gotta do jazz um I mean I got I gotta get the gig I gotta, I gotta get the gig um and I was I was full expecting to for, to actually just make that connection they never did and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm glad they didn't because they it, it was it was good enough just on its own just just like the parallels between Joe's like obsession with the gig and the like the 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 um. What was it was the hedge fund manager who was like, "I gotta make a sale, I gotta make a sale." Um, God, make a sale. That, make... that was too real. <laughs> the, yeah, I... yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and then that the guy just working. Moment. He only, yeah, I was going to say he tore apart the office. Yeah, like, good for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, I, you have no idea how much I was like, God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I know, I know. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> I'm free! <laughs> You're all free! <laughs> And everyone just like, I gotta get my paycheck. <laughs> that was so satisfying. To Everybody see. looked so uncomfortable. <laughs> that was great, though. Who voiced that guy? Was that Pete Doctor? Uh, I don't see Pete Doctor in the credits. Uh, I'm 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 sure that there's there's some sort. Of, oh, Stockbroker is voiced by Jason Pace. I never heard of this guy. He was he in cars. Wait, 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 wait. Who was John Ratzenberger? Uh, John Ratzenberger <laughs> was a guy on the subway. Apparently. Who says, hey, take it easy, eh? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe. He actually is uncredited on IMBD. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> so, I don't know if that's just IMDB not knowing who he is. No, or... I, I, think it's, I think it's that, like, the credits didn't list him. Which is weird. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. they're, they're just, like, hiding it more and more. It's better and better. Uh, it, it's now becoming a true Pixar secret. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next step is just not having him in the movie at all. I mean, they're not going to do that until he dies. So, until he gets his own soul. Oh. Wait, um, are you anyway. saying he doesn't have a soul right now? No, I'm just <laughs> saying that when his, when his soul is gone, and, we, and, and it goes to the great beyond, until then... <laughs> He's contracted with Pixar to make it be in every single film, even if it's just one line. Anyway, um, anyway. that was your thoughts. Anything else to say about Joe? Um, it was a very. I, I did want to say that it was very clear, like the that they they chose the character motivations very carefully. That they wanted to make sure that like, like, like they they had like they set up the Earth dad. That's like when a soul has when a when a baby soul has learned uh, enough. Then uh, they get an oath badge, and they can get ha they have a pass to to go to the uh, go go back to the uh, to the planet or, or get it start a new life in, in this case. Um, and when that was first set up, when when I was first hearing about that, like like uh, a year ago at this point, like I I thought like this setup was gonna be that like uh, he he was I thought it was gonna end with Joe reborn as a baby. I thought they were gonna go like, go like that far. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Like was... twenty two would take over his body and yeah. he would start over. Yeah, that's actually what I was expecting for like not long but a little bit. Yeah, like and I was I... like that would be hella convoluted, <laughs> and I did not know what I was gonna think about it. But yeah. luckily, luckily, that's not I... where they went. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. glad they didn't because I mean, I mean, I have my own confusions about how the movie ended, but we'll get to that. Oh yes, yeah. Um, I, I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I think we'll, I know what you're going about too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, will, uh, with the uh, uh, 22. Well, I was gonna mention that they picked their motivations very, very carefully. That yeah. like, um, Joe Gardner really wants to, uh, really wants to get the Earth badge, and 22 really wants off the Earth badge. Um, so. and then once they get into, uh, once they get back to Earth, then 22 has some changes of motivation. Speaking of. <gasps> Uh, Tina Fey is eh in this. I don't know about you, but I'm mad with 22. Um, I mean, <laughs> no, don't don't get me wrong. I agree with you guys. Uh, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think it was Tina Fey's fault. 
no, no. I think, the perf- I think the performance is good. I think the character is eh. Uh, yeah, this is the I thing. I don't the, hate her. I think her. the voice direction is eh. Yeah, I don't. I think I, I don't. I can't get into the character very much with Tina, with Tina Fey. Like, it was just something about the. It, 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 it reminded me of, uh, uh, speaking of uh, Tina, friend, uh, Tina Fey, her friend, uh, uh, Amy Poehler in uh, Inside Out. Like, if if it wasn't for that performance, that character could have easily teetered off into, like, what a asshole. Um, and, and you needed to strike that balance real well. And I don't feel like Tina Fey had hit it. And I think that's part of the, it, it, it could be part uh, Tina Fey, and it could be part direction. I didn't know how to handle this character. I mean, to be fair, one, Tina Fey is, I think she has some, she does as best, uh, the best she can, because she always does. She just plays the character. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's Tina Fey. Um, but she still does a good job. She still has some funny lines. She's the comic relief of the film. Yeah, and, um, 100%. And uh, I, when I say man, I don't think she's that bad at all like i don't hate her at all she has some problems but and i like joe better but at the same time um she she made me laugh and there was even some moments where she got a little emotional too and i was like wow they're doing this with this character because i thought it would be like comic relief through and through but no she actually has an arc of her own where she... Let me forget. Well, my probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, we'll get into what you two are. Uh, this, this I, I have to bring this up now if we're going to talk about uh, twenty two and her less serious, not even her more emotional moments, but just her less funny ones is when uh, Joe is trying to cut her hair, uh, cut his hair. I don't know how you would pronoun that, but Joe's trying to cut his hair? Question mark and. He messes up, breaks the uh, razor, and they have to go to um, Dez's. That's his name. They have to go to Dez's to get the haircut. The barbershop scene. The barbershop. That was my favorite part of the movie, top to bottom. I uh, loved that part. I was so worried about that part at first. I know, me too. I was like, me too. Oh. I was like, oh, no. I know exactly what this is going to be. And then it was the best part of the whole it movie. It really was one of the best parts of the movie. I don't know if I call it the best, but it was one of the best. Like, I mean, this this is a movie that has multiple different. Oh, this could be the best, but I've been thinking about this for a while, and you know that scene is still vividly fresh in my mind. It's it's you it's think it's gonna be so like this good. whole thing about well, like where um uh like uh Joe guides twenty two on what to say, but no, <laughs> they, they he yeah. twenty two does their own thing and it works. And it works. I love when, when they leave and 22 says, hey, how come we never talked about anything other than jazz before? This was great. And Des just says, you never asked. Yeah. yeah just, because just, because ha- he was just, so focused on jazz. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, is, you know, as, I don't know, conversational life advice, that's just a great bit, but also for the story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh my god. And it leads very well into this is another one of the best parts of the movie when they go to Joe's mom's to get oh, the to get the yeah. suit fixed. That and now now I mean 22 started it, but now it's Joe guiding the conversation. This yeah. is what Joe has had bottled up inside all this time. And I now mean- because of what he's learned by seeing 22 in his body, he can actually speak up and mm-hmm. just speak his mind. 
and what and I and it works and it actually works. What I really and liked like, about that about that scene, especially is that for for the majority of the time uh, in that in that portion of the movie where um twenty two is in Joe's body, you you see Joe and you hear twenty two, um and in that particular moment, it starts out you hear twenty two and you and uh and uh Joe as a cat guiding her each each step of the way and then it transitions over and you only hear Joe because this is what the mother is hearing and at the same time this is Joe's side of the story this is what Joe yeah this is what Joe's saying not 22 and and I I thought that was the the, uh pulled up that pulled it off really well just how so well yeah Yeah, I typically I typically really don't like it when body swap and I know body swap whatever when body swap movies are like Oh, person A is in person B's body, but they have person A's voice. I, I never like that. I always think it's kind of like not great. I, I, I feel like it's a nitpick. It's just something I really typically don't like. I remember bringing this up in your name, how I loved that, you know, the actors actually had to flex a bit. But for that scene, it's like, damn, was it worth it? I think it was worth it. <laughs> that was such. Honestly, the scene with the mother is. Oh, that's one of the well, best scenes in the whole that's movie. That's one of the best scenes in the whole movie. That's another one of those um, ones that it's like, it's not yeah. as vividly fresh Hands in my down. mind, but it hasn't left. Like, like, no. like, like, not only that, but like, um, like, during, during this conversation, like, the, uh, the two women working at the store are, are leaning into <laughs> yes. the door, like, listening in, and then the mother opens the door and one of them falls over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was that great. was great. I got a great um, laugh out of this, it, I- it. This is, this is back to the barbershop scene, but one of my biggest, while we're talking about laughs, um, when 22 disses Paul, he walks out of the store and goes, that cut deep. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, um, Paul is actually voiced by David David. Hold on, let me get his name right. Danny DeVito? David Diggs? David Diggs, yes. Yes, the guy from Hamilton and from Clipping, yes. Yes, he was from Hamilton. Yeah. And not only that, there's a point where um uh there's a rap in Joe's life where he like was in a young rap group with, with mm-hmm. his like friends and guess who sings in that rap? <laughs> David. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, was he the guy that actually played Hamilton? Or was no, it No, okay. he played Okay, uh, good. Thomas- Only because I remember when I had listened to Hamilton for uh a theater class, the people in my group were like, if you don't like the singer for Hamilton, that's fine. <laughs> No, no, it was the like, guy. Even fans played. of Hamilton don't like his singing. Yeah, I that's mean, what I've gathered. No, he's. I I love Lin Manuel Miranda, but not for his singing abilities. <laughs> I love him because he can, he can, he can do what uh, uh, Angela Lansbury does, which is acting. Mm. Which means he will. He doesn't have the best singing quality, but he will act as hard as he can to make those lines work, and it works. Yeah. Um, but. Anyway, David played Thomas Jefferson and Lafayette, and he right. sings slash raps. And you just listen to like one of the songs with him as Thomas Jefferson, and you'll recognize the voice. Um, and there was that whole moment with um with a character we didn't really talk about where where um Paul gets like m- murdered. <laughs> for, for, by, oh yeah, yeah. I wrote that down. He has a near-death experience. By now he'll never eat processed foods again. 
So that was funny and everything, but I was like actively screaming when that happened because they make it a point to say like three different times. Make sure nobody sees you. Make sure nobody sees you. You have to make sure nobody sees you. And then the wrong person sees him and they don't do anything with it. Well, ah! I, I mean, who, who's going to account for, for the accountant, right? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. But they don't do anything with it. Who, like, who, who are they going to? Because that's the thing. That, like, but it, then why do they bring it up like 10 times? I, 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 there's like an implication that it's all like a hive mind because everybody, they, they, they call each other Jerry except Terry. Yeah, I like that. It's like, this is the one that just, it's like, nobody likes this guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's you're this. not a Jerry, you're a Terry. There, that's the, Terry's the coworker everybody takes to, that takes themselves way too seriously. Like, it, should been, like, it should have been reversed, because Jerry is the name of the guy that you hate. I know. <laughs> I, so I don't know why the Jerry's are the cool people and Terry. I really, I really like the Jerry's. I especially like uh, the, the, uh, the one voiced by, I'm going to butcher this, Richard. Uh, Aoyd. Uh, yeah, the guy from IT. From the is, is that IT crowd, is that the one? Called. Is that the one with the soft British accent? Yes. Yeah. That's the, okay. This, okay. This, so yeah. I don't know. Like, there's very little about the character that I mostly remember, but everything I remember is from the voice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, this he, is he, like he, another. It's. It's. I will say it's better than this, but it's another Duke Kaboom. Where I mean, Duke Kaboom just had like nothing. Yeah. Uh, this guy at least had like a tinge of sass to him. Some funny one-off moments. Like fine. But yeah. the voice. Absolutely. It's the, it's the oh same. my god, I <laughs> loved that voice. If, if you've ever seen Apple and Onion, he's Onion. That's the same uh, guy. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the same guy. Who oh, wow, okay, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, we're I, ending this here. I'm going to watch Apple and Onion. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, I love Apple and Onion. And, uh, like, Onion is very, <laughs> so so cute in, uh, in that show. And Richard AOID, I, I hope I got that. Yeah. Um, it, like, it did knocked it out of the park with that before especially like at, at the at the very end <laughs> the very end where they they go uh they, they, it's like they they uh they send joe joe back and 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 they set up an award show yes. at terry's <laughs> request and, and this, specifically this says, trophy oh, that you course. requested <laughs> And and they're still trying to be like positive about it, but it's just, <laughs> yeah. like everyone's everybody... everyone's like faking a smile while they're applauding. <laughs> like like these are these are the happiest councils, and even they are they're, they're, they're trying <laughs> they cannot try hard enough to call the bullshit. <laughs> I, I I really like the one Jerry, the one at the beginning when um. Joe is trying to fake being a mentor and he says, you know, I don't think this mentor thing is really what I need to do. And the one Jerry just goes, well, there, you could always go to the great beyond. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're not going to do your job, just die. <laughs> it, lo- it made me laugh so hard. I love how I obviously I have made it pretty clear that I have a lot of complaints about the soul portion, but I, I appreciate the Jerry's. And yeah. you know what? Even the Terry. I like Terry, too. I like Terry, too. I, I think all the counselors it, I, I really enjoyed. It, I, think... I love how so, it first, So first like... of all, first of all, this has nothing to do with the movie. It's not a perk of the movie. I guess it's like a perk of Pete Doctor, if anything else. But the villain, it's just a villain. He's not a twist. <laughs> yeah. um, they're, not even, they're not even a villain. They're just an annoyance. It, it, yeah, like antagonist, technically. Like antagonist it, is giving him too much credit. 
it's, it's kind of like it's a villain in the same I, way that I like the Harry's who he came woman, from up. But I'm not yeah. sure. Well, so here's here's the thing about like That's I said thing, though, with the genderless pronouns, deities, but though, so yeah, I was just gonna say they pronouns would be better, right? Yeah, I, I'd they're not go for gender. They. They're it's like how twenty two. I mean, I would probably even say that about twenty two because twenty two brings up very early on that you know it's just the voice that hey yeah. this 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 voice is annoying. I'm gonna go with it. I can be whatever voice I want. I'm yeah. just a construct. So. 22 would be, there were a lot of A's. There are a lot of A's. Yeah, there are a lot of how, the how, whole, how, You can argue most of the people in the Soul no, Universe are they. I think everybody yeah, in everybody, the Soul, yeah. except for Joe, of course. But I think, uh, and, and, and I guess, and like, and like, you know. And, um, who's the guy, and, and the hippie. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, they, they, the, the, the hippies have actual, like, real life, uh, th- those are people that, those are people that live in the real world. Yeah. Um, so how did they find out about the zone? Uh, they, they just they, got into they, it. They they like meditate. They they exist in the zone. Are you talking about like the main characters? I think they just no. No, I'm in. talking about the hippies. Like how how because they're hippies and they got way too into the zone. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I think they <laughs> they have like they have like implied. control of the mind and they control I, I, of the soul. I, I guess. I I think that's okay, what I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm yeah. not crazy about that. Again, it, it's heavily. <laughs> there's so much movie. There's so much about this movie that's like not spelled out for yeah. you. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. And, and most other instances, it's like you know I'm a okay with it unless it's like you know stupid. Um, <laughs> but 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 it's it's I I don't know. It's just weird because is it like only these three? I, well, uh, okay, okay, I, okay, no, no, no. Take take that part more? back. Take that part back. Take that part back. I take that part back. Um. Uh, I will but, say, um, going back to Terry, um, yes, I love how the reason like she doesn't come in till later is because she spends literally checking every single file of for all the songs. <laughs> oh, there are a lot of Garcias. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Garcias. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so. I love just... I love when they find Joe Gardner and they're all proud of it. They're telling the other Jerry's about. Hey, I found the file, and they're like, "Oh, cool, cool." What's, what's <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> That's literally so what it is. That's great, Terry. I'm so <laughs> they were so condescending with that voice. <laughs> I'm, That's so great for you. And you know, you know what the best thing is about the whole thing? Uh, they're they're just constructs because the feeble mortal mind cannot comprehend them. But specifically, <laughs> Terry is shorter than everybody else. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> what was it gonna say? Well, oh, I remember. I remember watching in the trailers. They made a big deal about Terry saying the count is off. Oh, and, okay. I didn't and literally the in the movie, they're like, they, I, we get to that line, and just Jerry goes, "Oh, that's weird." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, who cares? It's, it's, just it's one person. Of, who cares? More of like a setup. It's just a setup for the ending where they just explain away the the. I'm I'm jumping way ahead uh, with with the ending. I'm so, I'm so that's like that's probably like the one part of the ending where it's like, nope, I would not change anything about this. The 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 the, the one scene that I wouldn't change uh, <laughs> of the ending would definitely just like, hmm, that's what. Hey, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, what nothing. were you talking about? What, what were you oh, talking? Nothing. About... <laughs> no, yeah, we were talking. Uh, oh, counts fine. <laughs> I love that. Were you even talking? 
<laughs> like this this deity has been keeping tally of this for literal like probably billions of years at this point and they're that incompetent that's so funny to me <laughs> like i love like, that yeah Especially they think of, they think they think the world and more of themselves they think like the universe <laughs> of themselves but they actually kind of suck at their job <laughs> It's so good. It, that's that's really it, it's a, it's a fun joke. Uh, and, and also Terry, uh, if you stick around for the end credits, he shows up yes. uh, right at the end. Uh, yeah, movie's a, over. Go. Yeah, that joke would probably work better if I wasn't in my bedroom. Yeah, uh, it would work. If I wasn't already home. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's true. They do specifically say go home. That's fair. Yeah, he did, he specifically said go home. Uh, go home. Yeah. I am home. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing like a Ferris Bueller thing, uh, and it's like that. That works in very specific context. I mean, uh, it, it would. I think it would have worked if we were in a movie theater. But oh, it would have without a doubt. I but, I, um, I feel like I would also couldn't have been like, well, go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because then that would have aged weirdly. When um, <laughs> go back to bed in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hey, those, they, they make those seats comfortable now, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, also, <laughs> you sleep through the movie, you wake up, Terry says, go to bed. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, here I go. The real thing is, why didn't Terry ask, are you okay? <laughs> but, I, hey, hey, and one, one of our podcast members is not going to get that. It's all right. They had no idea. Anyway. I get it. Um, Fun fact about Terry, she's also voiced by the grandmother in Moana. That's, I'm not so sure. So Wash, Wash is referring to Terry as he. Random is referring to Terry as she. I'm referring to Terry as they. I, I said I said Terry is voiced by the voice actor who played the yeah, grandmother no, I'm in just, Moana. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I just oh, think it's funny that. That's okay. cool. I haven't seen yeah. Moana, but I have I, I have seen Moana. I don't remember that character. Oh, I barely uh, remember the character. Yep, yeah, it took you a minute, didn't it? Um, it's okay. Um, anyway. We've been going for about over an hour now, so let's continue on, I guess, with... Is there anything else we need to say about, like, the movie? Oh, yeah. We talked I'm, about... I'm sure there's, there's a ton more. Oh, there's I, a I lot. We were... <laughs> Did we finish talking about 22? I actually don't remember. Not real. <laughs> we were just uh, like, Not eh. really. We kind of stopped. But um, tw- <laughs> the, my, I guess we'll, we'll bring this up. The, my favorite part about 22 is that we see her learn to become... Even though she does play as this very extremely cynical... um, uh side character she learns to love life mm-hmm. and not like because she has a specific purpose in mind either because mm-hmm. joe's like you gotta find your purpose you gotta find your purpose you gotta find something you gotta do even the souls are like you gotta find what really inspires you in life mm-hmm. um the or the jerry's are like that but she just likes life for the little things like eating pizza hearing music uh talking to people about their lives i could walk Leaves. i'm really good at that yeah, and and, and uh, it, it's it's one of those uh the, those things where the there's it's like that's that's more like regular life things or something like that, and and that that's the line that bites him in the butt later on when he's like thinking about that. It's like oh, that's 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 always the whole point, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> just like the just like the wonder of that 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 was just that just seems so blasé. Uh, and at first we don't think anything of it because we're like, yeah, that's that's really nothing much. Because a lot of people take that stuff for granted, yeah. including me and everybody here, I imagine. But at the same time, yes, it does bite Joe in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Later in 
especially like the sight of the um the leaf fallen. Oh um, my god. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I, I wanted to mention this earlier that I feel like there, there's so many moments like that that would have been breathtaking in a bigger screen. I know. Like I really, I, I, I wish I at least had like a larger TV or something like that. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I watched it on my big monitor, and it did help a little bit. But yeah, it's yeah. not the same. Yeah. But I, there's nothing we can do. Um, uh, maybe they'll re-release <laughs> it in theaters when uh, we we just gotta get bigger TVs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just put just put in another. I don't know how much are TVs these days. A lot. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, then we see her like, and then she's at the point where she like afraid of, and she doesn't want to go back, and she wants to continue living life. Um, and she doesn't want to go back to the youth seminar. Um, and then she runs away with Joey's body. Yep, and then Terry catches her, catches them, catches them, and then oh. they ca- they catch both of them. Mm-hmm. And then there's a moment where they like. I don't want that dumb mark anyway. <laughs> but this one's actually done a lot better. And yeah, not there... done in between like five seconds. Yeah, there there is still a little too much of the moping and doping when you know they're going to make up. It has more of a purpose in the story. Yeah. I so will this, say... this, one, this one isn't a problem with the... You... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's a problem with the movie or not because it's so overdone and it doesn't really do anything new with it. Yeah. But it does serve the story and it does serve for a powerful message. So it's like, I know I don't like it. <laughs> I, but is it a problem with the movie? I can't answer I that. I don't think it's a problem with this movie. I think it's just the thing that we've seen in so many movies are like, okay, I, I, they're doing this, but I guess they have to do it. I mean, so, I, uh, so, I will say. Okay. Oh no, you go, you go, you go. Watch. Uh, I did want to, uh, because this was something that that is like when I was watching it, it was like, oh, okay, because C- uh, you know, they they go the separate ways. He he returns back to his body. He gets the gig, and what I was expecting because they were doing a lot of setup for that zone, and I was expecting like him playing the music, him getting into the zone, and he like as he's in the zone, he sees. 22 in misery because 22 goes off to the zone area and you're like I'm hopeless I'm hopeless I'm uh, I, I'm no good um uh and, and so I, I was expecting that it didn't happen he just continued on with the gig and, and then the gig finished and it was just like now what yeah because uh, that happens because um, yeah. especially when you like reach your goal in life, like you've like, wow, I finally hit this milestone or wow, I finally did this. I finally yeah. accomplished this in my bucket list. That's, uh, that's what that... life is. And you're like, what do I do now? Because usually in movies or like television or books, like once they it. reach that that's... goal, that's the end of the book. But then uh, like there's still like years and years of your life left. And now what do you do? I, I had that exact same experience with with a musical performance, no less. I got to DJ once, um, and it was I. It, it was just uh, it was the DJ for like a uh, the college TV show. So like barely anybody saw it, but the people who saw it, uh, they 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 loved it. They thought I did a great job. And I was feeling like I'm, I was feeling like, like a million bucks, and then I walked through the cafeteria and I ate dinner by myself. 
and I was just like, it, it, it was, it felt so like like self-centered to be like, why isn't anyone else celebrating this with me? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that, that's understandable because uh, I I felt I felt that too in many different occasions. I'm trying to think of like, um. I'm trying to think of a good example of that. It's like, these are like, like people who have never even been inside the TV studio. Like, why would they even think that I was having like the best, the best night of my life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 it's just like, you have that, you have that, like, that million bucks moment. And then I, I you just go back. Next? You kill the same you. Yeah. Because. In the end, these amazing moments can happen with you in your life, but at the same time, there's it's not the end. There's mm -hmm. still more to life. You you be your life crave more things to do, more things to accomplish, and um, I think, and it was very interesting to see them go take the now what route with this because they could have been like, they could have been like where um he does his gig like, and then he talks yeah. to uh them and then he'd be like goes into the zone and then he's it ends with him happily ever after achieving his gig but like they didn't do that they literally play with the idea of like and now you did it and he literally says i don't know why i feel like i should be happier or something like that yeah and um and uh, uh dorothea he literally is like, williams uh tells a story about the fish i can't remember the story very well Mostly no, because I, I didn't like There it. is a young fish swimming in the ocean, searching for the ocean. He asks yeah. an older fish, where is the ocean? The older fish says, the ocean? This is the ocean. The younger fish says, really? This is the ocean? No way, this can't be the ocean. Where is the ocean? The older fish says, you're swimming in it. See you tomorrow. Yeah, he was like, no, this, is the this isn't the ocean, this is water. Where is, is it, the ocean? Yeah, thank you, thank you. This is the ocean, this is water. Right, uh, uh, okay. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Yeah, it, it just left it at that point. It, 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 it just like this is water, and it's like, so it's now what? So now what? <laughs> and then we get to probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie, um, uh, which is just like this moment where yes, there is some moping and doping. I will admit that, but because and it almost feel you almost feel like I felt confused. Because part of me was like, I know what. Why are we feeling this? He just achieved his dream. Why? Why? But at the same time, we've all felt this moment where we're like, we achieved our dream and now it doesn't feel we thought that would be the end of things. Like, okay, my life's set from here, but no, there's more to do. Mm -hmm. And why aren't I feeling as happy as I should be? Mm -hmm. And then we get to this moment where, like, he starts playing the piano. It, it takes a lot. It takes a while. He, they really, like, sit on this. Like yeah, like they. Oh well, yeah, there's a moment to sit on. This is the moment. Yeah, yeah honestly, yes. Like they they really take their time. There's no dialogue. It's just him in front of them, the piano, just kind of like pacing it out, looking at the object, just kind of just thinking about like what, th thinking about everything. I I said there's no dialogue, but he does have like flashbacks to earlier parts of the movie. But then he's just kind of like putting the pieces together as he's playing his music, and it's like okay, here we go. Then we see just fragments of his life that we didn't even see in the movie, like mm -hmm. him bonding with his dad, uh, him at the beach. Him, the bonding with like, the dad was so nice. Seeing, seeing him play so the nice. piano yeah. with the dad sitting next to him, oh my god. Yes. 
that was so good. That that's a that's a great touching moment. It's and it's just like you literally see him like cry just remembering all the little moments in life that he forgot about mm-hmm. because he was so obsessed with his goal. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes that like life isn't about like you achieve a goal and then and then you're done. Life is has uh, and he learns what what twenty two experience life learning about life or having a purpose in life is like can be the little things in life like you can enjoy your purpose can involve or you can be excited for like the very little things in life like eating pizza or going for a walk or little things like that and even though you may not be like working to achieve a certain big momentous goal you could still love and enjoy life and enjoy every minute of it Mm-hmm. And I was expecting a moment to cry in this film near the end. I didn't. I didn't either. Um, but this was the moment where I got a bit teary-eyed a bit. I I did. I also was expecting uh to to cry, and I did not cry. Um. No, like, I, I did cry at this specific moment. I just didn't cry at the end, because mm. I didn't think the end was worth crying. Not that it wasn't worth crying for, but just, like, it oh, didn't, wow. it didn't, yeah. We're it, so it, close, it, I'm trying to hold back from just my confusion about the ending. Um, I did cry as well. Um, I cried, I cried at this specific part, because, one, it's a beautiful scene mm-hmm. with no dialogue. And you know Pixar's great at those. You know Pete Doctor's great at those. Um, yes absolutely um, and it's just such a beautiful moment with the music and the fact that it's literally so relatable and it like makes you think back about all the moments in your life that you may have missed out on or all the fun little moments that were mm-hmm. made life worth living and it, it it just hit me emotionally um and i'm not exactly sure why yet I think I need to watch the film again to find out, but I believe. No, I mean, it's, it's 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 very deep, and it's something that resonates with a lot of people that you don't hear talked about very often. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like with Inside Out, how we were all freaking out about how, oh my god, sadness is healthy. Yeah. In in this movie, it's like, oh my god, the little things. What in you life just matter. said. What you just said. <laughs> yeah, I, the little I things in life matter. It. Yeah, and are and worth I mean, living. And I mean, you know, to give some more credit, you know, same thing with Up. Oh my god. Live your life. Uh, don't live in the past. Live in the present. Um, mm-hmm. Go make your own adventures. Yeah, go make your own adventures. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of something for Monsters thing. Nothing's coming to me yet. But um, <laughs> uh, no, they don't. Not really anything. Mike without like me. <laughs> How many kids you got in there? <laughs> when Mike said that, I cried too. <laughs> Nothing more important than my friendship. <laughs> All right. So and then he baby gets, driver. And then he. Get, mm. And then he gets, you know, Jamie Foxx plays Joe. Yeah, anyway, yes, yes. Oh, I, I forgot to bring that up. Yes, yeah, more yeah. Baby Driver. Yep, Still no Redline. Baby. Yep. Uh, and I like, I like Jamie Foxx's character in this much more. Um, and yeah. he doesn't, and he didn't deserve to die. Um, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Random. I will give you this. There is nothing that Joe Gardner does that merits him causing another person to go to jail. I agree. I agree. <laughs> we can agree on this, and we can end it here this time. Yes. This Moving is, on. Uh, all right. That episode uh, hasn't no come out. No one knows yet. what we're talking Nobody about. Nobody knows what we're talking about yet. <laughs> but that episode will come out. Don't worry. I'm glad it ended before it started. Then. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, the climax. 
thought it was all right. So, uh, but at the same time, continue. So when he was playing the piano and he went into the zone, I was like, oh, okay. So he's using this kind of in the same way that Woodwind, Woodwind, uh, what's his name? Moonwind, Moonwind. and the hippies do it. You know, they like, you know, he's mastered the zone experience and all that. So he can use that to come in here. Uh-huh. That's brilliant. And yeah. like the background music, that's him playing the piano. Like he's his emotions, 22's emotions. That's what he's expressing on the piano. Brilliant. Turns out that no, when he went into the zone, he died. Yeah. <laughs> he went, I, I, he I, just I, went into another coma. And I, when they were back at the soul part and 22 was leaving, they were like, if you do this, then you can't go back. I'm like, what the hell? What happened? <laughs> when did he? So, so, yeah, I, was, he like, I was so he, confused at that point. He, he, it's like he you was, literally was, had something great here. And now it's just like, what? Like he played music so well. Oh, oh, okay. Here's what happened. Rob, the guy that got replaced, comes in and he's like, you took my job. <laughs> Kills him, leaves, sees, sees, sees Joe walk out the next morning is like, what the hell? <laughs> Pixar, you can hire me. I, I think it was more like the deities caught him and that's why he had worried about having to go back. But I, I, I see your but, problem. But where, I when, see at your what problem. Point, at what point was he no longer in the zone because yeah the implication here the implication yeah. here is that he can because of people like moonwind he can not so much not so much do it like they can but he went to the zone knowingly that's part of why he played the piano so he could give 22 the leaf and say you know <laughs> life's worth living to that reminder but no it's like he died <laughs> Yeah, I I I remember having that same realization after the movie with just like, Wait it's, a it's just one. Of, it's it's another <laughs> one of those things that it's like it's just the more that it's not a nitpick, but the more that you think about it, the more confusing the whole thing just gets. So yeah, it's like I, you don't I, want to think about it, but if you don't think about it, you just have to accept. Like, all right, well, this climax just immediately has this glaring flaw in it. It, it, it's, it's more that, like, there's just something that just got skipped over, which was the implication that, because it was implying that, that he, he that, that him playing music was not just teleporting, him playing music was sacrifice. He was sacrificing <laughs> himself. Oh, yeah, it's like, hello? Like, that's a blood when, ritual. When, when was this a part of the movie? Like, what did I miss here? I thought I paid pretty good attention watching this one. It was, I did, I, I know I did a good job paying attention because we were doing Pixar Perspective. I ain't gonna fall behind on that. But also, I'm like, did I actually miss something? Because this is just, it's confusing. I, 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 I'm Like, how like- does this work? Yeah. Why? Little... Why is it that when he plays the piano and falls into the zone, he just croaks? But or the hippies are okay. <laughs> it just and it just it took me out of it. Like you two might have other problems with the climax. If you do, you can go ahead. But it's like I zoned out. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, zoned out is wordplay and actually yeah, zone out. I know. But I was I was so confused the whole time. I'm just. Well, I mean, at first, you know, like I said, I was really into it. 
Like he's literally playing the background music. I'm like, I love that. But once, you know, they left the zone and I'm like, wait a minute, is he going to be able to go back? And then they were like, oh, but you're not going to be able to go back. And I'm like, <laughs> but, but, but this doesn't, uh, uh. I, I, it may be implied that, that he was willing to do that sacrifice, but it's not, I don't know how he would know that that was a sacrifice. Who knew piano playing, who knew music could be so killer? Oh. <laughs> that was a killer track, man. <laughs> that was the killer track. Uh. <laughs> no, my last gig. <laughs> um... So you, you two can have the rest of the climax because I just I straight um, up don't have anything else that, to say. That was what, that at was that what point, I was just too confused to care. I didn't really think overthink it that much because it, even it, though I probably should have, <laughs> um, because if, I, if it was it's just one one last thing that you reminded me, if it was like a little thing like the voice swap thing that I was talking about before, how normally that annoys me, it's like okay, but the movie's good, so yeah. it's fine. Here it's like it's pretty. Big. Yeah, this is actually like connected to the plot. Like, this is how we actually got back into the the before life, I guess. In this case, <laughs> um, and it's like, uh, are you sure? It's it's it's, right. it's it's done for the sake of plot conveniency, mm, and yep. that's the only way. Like, um, he can go back to twenty two because he's not how he's he's not gonna kill himself. But he did. <laughs> <laughs> But apparently like, he did. He did. But yet, like he at the he same put, time, he put, he's not going to he do it in ars- another way. He he's threw like, oh. arsenic on the piano and inhaled it while he was playing. <laughs> I don't know. He he had that piece though. <laughs> All those calories. Don't eat those hey, processed hey, foods. Hey, hey, you you don't you don't know where that cat has been. Maybe that cat had a lot of really bad dreams <laughs> on him. I, I, I want to kill him instantly. This is, this, is, this is nothing, but like, like when, when Joe bought a pizza as a cat, I was like, that's fucking disgusting. It's like yeah. a cat. It's like dander all over the pizza. Yeah, but at the and, same and again, time, that pizza and again, still you know good. that. Again, you know that's nothing, but it's like, <laughs> you know what but- this is? You know what this is? I hate to make this comparison, but you know what this is? You start because that's what the guy, that's what this movie does. It's like you overthink it. Yeah, and it's like cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like where you like, overthink where it. Like, wait a minute, when we yeah. need them. <laughs> I mean, um, I'll be honest. Like, I overthought this way more than I overthought cars. But oh, I mean, yeah. way more. <laughs> but I, that, but yeah. you kind of had to because it was such an intellectual movie. Yeah, and it, they were, they were it, like at the making you think overthink things. Yeah, and that's fair. I just think that there are a few too, or a couple too many things that you overthink, and it harms the final product. Yeah, a little. <laughs> that's kind of what my problem is. Um, but uh, but that's that's my piece. There's a whole climax that I didn't care yeah. about. At the I was same confused. time, I so, go ahead. I was like, they they brought back the idea of the lost souls, where yeah. twenty two becomes a lost soul, mm-hmm. and I knew they were gonna bring back the lost souls because that just seemed too creepy to not uh, bring I, back. Absolutely, yeah. And mm-hmm. I kind it would have been, and I do like the visuals that come from that. Like, I like the still, idea too. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea too that she's like so like brought down that she became a lost soul. And uh, I, I just mean the and, general idea of the lost souls. Like, I really yeah. like that idea. Yeah. Not only that, but like when you. Uh, uh, Joe goes inside of uh, 22 as a lost soul, and you see their, uh, th- how they imagine all of their um, uh, teachers 
and instructors over the years to saying how worthless they are, and then uh, it's like the the final boss is Joe himself. Uh, yeah, it's talking about how worthless you are. Uh, it, it, it was like how how uh, that I forget what the line was, but but just that sort of like that cold hard like go over there and forget sort of line, but better. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> One last thing, I promise this time, uh, and this is actually a perk of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, although I was laughing, it's not the movie's fault. When Joe said walking, whatever, that's something anybody can do. That's not yeah. a purpose. It was a direct quote from the movie. And Wash will know this. The first thing that I thought of was, You are a toy, you, you can't can fly. fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. Um, th- and th- there's that one point where, like, Joe confronts uh, the shadowy version of, of himself. And all he does is pull up the leaf, and then that blows it away. And I'm like, th- I, that's like symbolism up there. Um, symbolism and then- of... Uh, how life? I don't know exactly, but I feel like it's trying to symbolize <laughs> I, I was, something. I, I I was having that thing where, where it's like he did the leaf. I was like, "What is this?" It's more of a. This seems like a "Don't hug me, I'm scared." Interpret it your own no, way type no, of method. I mean, I mean no, the, I don't. I don't think it's that. I think the, deep. the like, I keep saying I'm gonna stop, and then I keep talking. Well, uh, the way fine. that I interpreted it was that you know it was as much as number twenty two was beating themselves up over how worthless they are. You know, they did legitimately love that experience on Earth. Yeah. And seeing the leaf is representative of everything that had happened on Earth. Oh, yeah, that's true. So when 22, because even though it's not 22 specifically seeing the leaf, you know, everything in 22's mind is what, you know, the mentors are, you know? So when 22's state of mind beating themselves up over how worthless they are. They see yeah. that leap and they remember that thing that gave them value. Yeah. That's what made, that's what made it go away. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And I did. And I did like that. This was, uh, cause I, I think like, uh, Random mentioned earlier that like, uh, 22, as we haven't something, uh, as we haven't like, like, uh, their, their own like arc. And I did like that, that sort of reveal inside the mind, inside the mind of a soul. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! If this was actually inside the, where was joy? Where was sadness? Fear? <laughs> disgust? Anger? Free cameo, Pete Doctor. Awful movie. Yeah, I'm about to be like, where is their soul? Where is the soul Inside I'm, Out crossover that we? I'm need? sure there's a there's an Inside Out reference somewhere in there where you see like the colors of the of the characters in some spot or uh, or whatever. Um, yeah, without a doubt. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Um. Uh, um, uh, but anyway, I did like that, like that reveal, what of 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 like because through the whole thing, like twenty two was very sarcastic, uh, uh, and uh, just just like pessimistic. It's like pessimistic and like a cool and like like a I'm too cool for for life. Um, and it's it's when you go inside that you reveal that that like all those teachers. Telling them that they are like useless, like that actually ate at them, and they were just yeah. not willing to admit it. And yeah. they were just thinking like, "Oh, I like being annoying. I like being useless." Yeah, they're coping. It's yes. coping exactly. Uh, 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 yeah, that was quite. That was quite interesting. I like that. It, it it really, it really made you understand the character more, and that's why I can't say I don't like twenty two. Because I, yeah. in the end, she's a well-written character. They are a well-written <laughs> character. Yeah. 
It, and it, this is definitely something where uh, when I rewatch this, I'm gonna yes. have to uh, pay more attention because at for a while I was not into Twenty Two as a at least in terms of the performance slash direction slash writing um, of the characters. I, I felt it was it was it's like he's sarcastic, but maybe in the second watch I'll start to see some of the more some of the the, the more layers. Yeah, we'll, there's definitely we'll some layers we'll in there. They're they're very hidden by Tina Fey's humor, but like, or yeah. like how she delivers the lines. But there's there's layers there. Yeah. Um. But on that note, like an Olga, I can Olga. They have layers. <laughs> oh, um, oh. Uh, when you were talking about issues you had with the with the ending, I thought you were going to mention my issue with the ending. Which I was, mean, this might be shared. It's just like. <laughs> Like I said before, that was my big one. Okay. What's yours, The Watch? Yeah, what's yours? Uh, mine was simply that, like, uh, uh, Joe makes the big sacrifice. He's right up there to the to the uh, conveyor belt. And then the counselor said, hey, psych, you're actually just going to go live again. And th- that was literally, like, the last minute and that a was, half yeah, of that the was, movie. That, that felt uh, really... I, I mean, you... I get it. I get why it's there, especially for the story. Um... And, and I also get that they, what they were setting up that like like Joe had taught the counselors. I was like, okay, this still feels rushed. It still feels really out of place. I mean, see, like, I probably I probably would have been more annoyed at that point. But once he was on the conveyor belt, all I thought was, oh my god, he actually died. <laughs> so wait a minute. Yeah, how how do the hippies go into the zone? <laughs> anyway, um, I I I kind of wonder what would happen if they just like killed him, like, and where he just ended the movie and died, and they had this like sad montage of Joe dying, or not even Joe even, dying see, of is, like this is. I don't think it would be kinda... even be sad. I think it would be like just a montage of like what we saw in his life, like in the beginning, like that whole like life moment scene. But we see a montage of it, like in a like more happier light and tone, and like yeah, showing I think more it would have been. Memories. I don't think it would have been sad at all. Like he found, he, he found, found what he had wanted with life. He had achieved his ultimate goal, and I like a lot of the ending. I had well, I mean, maybe change on rewatch because most of the ending I was confused, but I interpreted it as you know he's he's ready, he's ready to move on. He's, yeah, that's what I he's thought. He's lived his go. life. He it's it's he's ready to go. Yeah. At the beginning, he was scared running away, saying it's not my time, and at the end, he complete 180. He accepted it. He was ready. Yeah. And I thought the movie ending on that note would have been gorgeous, but PG rating. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled the book so on it. Like, no, it might never have, mind. It might, have, it might have been a bit too dark. And if it didn't happen, we wouldn't have gotten that funny moment with Terry. So... <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we got plenty of other funny. Moments. We got plenty of other funny funny moments. I mean, that that would that would fantastic. That that, that, still, <laughs> that I, looked, I stand by that. I still wouldn't have changed anything <laughs> about that joke. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's the one thing I wouldn't have changed about the ending. The actual like execution of like, hey, never mind, we can just go back. Was just like, yeah, why? Especially, it it, it felt like less motivated. What? <laughs> And I was thinking about it, and it's like, what? They can just do that? If somebody dies, they could just send them back? Yeah. And of course, that sends me right back on the line of track was, oh, well, was he just on the piano when he died? Did anybody discover his body? Was he, like, dead? And then I, he came back to... 
I think nobody would have found his body for like a while. I think people yeah, would have. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that that's that's terrifying? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like because like it was the music that killed him. <laughs> he died imagine, doing what he loved, playing piano. I imagine, I imagine that like Roger Rabbit style. Like they dropped an anvil on him. <laughs> it was the music that killed him. Oh yeah, the music that show killed him. Somebody dropped the whole piano on him. <laughs> Don't kill my brother. <laughs> it's it's like that a Ed Ed Eddie joke. My, it's like that Ed, Ed and Eddie joke where Kevin drops a piano on Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> or or in, uh, um, the mother or in SpongeBob. Just, the mother like is hey, why do you have that piano? Club. Where'd you get that piano? <laughs> the no. mother is in a jazz club. She's like, a piano killed my son, and, <laughs> and she bans music, and she bonds <gasps> with the grandmother from Coco. <laughs> There's a giant bell somehow in this jazz band. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> you see, that's how he dies in the future. Um, <laughs> that's how he dies in the future. He dies by the music. future. <laughs> he was it's like when you're ready, when you're piano. ready to go, when you're ready to go, all you have to do is just play some four chords and then <laughs> just play. Some, you play some chopstick. <laughs> I want to be just like him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I have a question. What's your question? Um, how do you feel about not knowing what happened to 22? I like that. Oh, I like that a lot. I like that too. I think it would have ruined the whole it would have ruined the whole thing if we found out. Yeah, if if it was like like Oh my God! Is that twenty two? Then then it would be like fuck off. That would be like yeah. Star. Yeah. That would be yeah. like Star Come Wars. Come on, there's logic. millions of souls born every day. How do you know it's them? Exactly. Like like it would be like Star Wars logic of, of of just like like everybody like like the whole universe centers around like twelve people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> just, yeah. leave I'm really it, glad leave they didn't go with that because they could have easily done it. Yeah. But the fact that we don't know what happens to them. Mm-hmm. Is actually really good. Uh, there's an implication that they drop off into China, which makes sense because that that would be like a quite a large population. Um, so yeah, it, it, I I think they were trying to like distance distances like don't even don't even try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked, and I also liked uh, with the we talked about it ironically at the very beginning of the podcast that like at the very end, um, Joe just kind of like stepped out and he's just like, okay, I'm ready, and he's just. And that's it. You don't see if he gets a new gig. You don't see if he goes back to the teacher, uh, to the education job. Um, you don't know where, where he goes from, from then on. He just, he just walked he's out just of his apartment he's... and he's ready to start, uh, to start his life again. Not just start, start his life again, but also enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. Literally, those are the words he used. Yeah, enjoy and every minute of them. Yeah. I, if they, since they kept him alive, I'm glad that they left it ambiguous, but it, uh, they also seemed like that's it. Yeah, that that was some of the that, that was some of the reactions I saw, but I kind of preferred that it was, that was it. That you I kind of I kind of with Kirby fan. I kind of wish that he just was ready to die. Yeah, I felt like it <laughs> so, would have been like, a more emotional given, moment. I will. I, I will. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I interrupted. You go. I th- I I I feel like yes, it's the more kid friendly version, and it does work for him to live. Like it's not like like oh my god, the film is, is ruined now. But at the same time, I'm like, and I'm glad he gets to enjoy life now with a whole new fresh sense of lens. But at the same time, the fact of him coming 
to terms with a life at for at one point he thought he was his life was meaningless and then he does the gig of his dreams and then he um then he realizes that his life was never meaningless all along it was beautiful and then him like okay i lived my life i've everything's good um that would have been a great storybook ending but at the same time that would have been like send them possibly send the message of, okay you filled up your dreams now you're you can die now which that's not the point of the movie at all oh the point of the movie is to enjoy the little things in life and even if that aren't your dreams because so if he died after achieving his dream that might have sent the wrong signal if that makes any sense it, they would have had to go with a different mm. yeah different premise perhaps because yeah, mm. it it's it, because they're both, it's similar to Coco and that it's about death, but it's not as celebratory of death. In fact, it fears death quite a lot. The, oh yeah, it, that's 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 true. I, and that that actually adds up very well because I think all of us said that was one of the things we loved about Coco. Yeah, that that it, it was so celebratory that it was like, hey, everybody's dead. Let's have a party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was great. It was a great party. <laughs> yeah, it's still sad, but it's like parties are parties. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking of of like a Leon Quist's uh, cameo in Coco. It's like, what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it, it, it. I don't know how you would solve it with with that in mind because it's you you it's like they have they want to have both a sacrifice and they want to have the message of like of like lives your life to the fullest and those are those are opposite uh, yeah <laughs> those are opposite messages so, so this isn't so much a fix but i there is this this actually lines up pretty well with uh what we were talking about at the beginning of this uh there is something that i've been thinking of a lot ever since watching the movie thinking about the ending and like I said, this isn't a fix that I would specifically give to a movie, but it's just something that it's like, oh, like, you know, it could have had a message this, or it could have had an impact this, this strong. Uh, it is, it is the Simpsons. It's good Simpsons. Uh, it is the episode where Homer uh, eats an unprepared fish that still had poison inside. Yes. Of it. The and the doctor tells him that he has 24, well, no, a lot less than 24 hours because yeah. uh, of how long ago he ate the fish. <laughs> good joke. <laughs> But he's he's gonna die the next morning, and Homer lives his last day, uh, spends it doing everything that you know he's always wanted to do, uh, which is mostly little things, you know, l- the little things in life that is in character for Homer to love: spend it with his family, drink at the bar, do that stuff. Um, and then the night of, uh, everyone in the family is asleep. He says goodbye to them, tells Bart that he likes his sheets, and. And he sits down on the couch, and from behind, you see it looks like Homer dies. But yeah. Marge comes in the next morning, she sees the jewel, it's still warm. Turns out, Homer's still alive. And what I've been thinking of so much ever since this ending is when Homer says, from now on, I'm gonna live every day to the fullest. And then the next scene, it like cuts to the credits, where it's Homer sitting on the couch, eating snacks, and watching TV. <laughs> and that's the entire credit roll. And that's spin i mean it's been stuck in my mind for a while because it's incredible it's brilliant it's the simpsons but it's been like etched into my soul (laughs) (laughs) ever since ever since seeing this ending because it's like 
I, and I can't even fully explain it because it's the same deal with living your life to the fullest and everything, but they're so different. But, and, and as weird as it is seeing like, you know, oh, a Pixar movie against The Simpsons, but it's like, you know, The Simpsons is so much more consistent with it. And I, I, I remember that whole episode, even though it's like, you know, oh, they're not going to kill Homer. You know that. Yeah. But it's like the whole episode, it's like, you know, everything worked. Mm-hmm. Even the even the credits gag, it's just like it all worked <laughs> and it all stuck, and it's like I want to feel that way about this, but and it's not just me being confused about oh did he die or not. It's what we've been talking about. Yeah, like I want to, but I I, I can't. Mm-hmm. Are we ready for final thoughts, or did we have any I have st- words? I, I have a, a just I want to talk real quick about the human designs, uh, because it is quite different from the usual Pixar stuff that it's a, it is it's a much more stylized um uh, human design on, on, on the planet earth uh what did we think of the the human design i liked them me too i i um, like they... i liked them very much uh the 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 one uh nagging thing i had was the do you remember the cat handler the one who was in charge of the of the therapy cat yeah. yes do you guys remember like horton here's a who or like the uh, uh the Lorax, like it reminded me of like a like a Doctor Seuss character, like her, her having like gigantic a gigantic mouth. It was like way too big, and it just making which me... I, I guess. I mean, you know, the one thing that the Doctor Seuss movies kind of handle okay are the designs, but that's not soul design. Yeah, it it, it didn't. It didn't match quite as well as the other stuff. I felt that was that was a little odd. Anyway, I, that was was there anything else in my notes? Uh, yeah, I mentioned the cat stuff. I mentioned Whoville. Um, we we went through the whole thing without talking about uh without talking about the Joe as the um as the uh, black protagonist. Um, I guess I guess because we're not really very qualified to talk on on that subject. We're not, but do note that this is yet another movie in that gigantic pantheon of movies where you have a black protagonist and they're not black for the whole movie. They're something else. Yeah. yeah gotta, that, you gotta love it. Every, I, they're inclusive, guys. You gotta I, love this stuff. Especially like when, when, when he came back as a cat, I was like, oh no. Yes, no. yes. Oh my God. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, I get why they did it for the plot. <laughs> like, like, when when you came back to the body, it was like, oh my god, they're gonna do oh, oh. It's like if if we had movies where it's like the white person went through this, it would be like, well, you know, there are alternatives, but it's like, no, it's always people <laughs> of color. It's never white people ever. It, it, like, like even it, it's not even just like CGI stuff, like freaking like the uh, princess and the frog. frog yes. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, to be fair, at least it's not. Like the, it's not like three fourths of the movie like Princess and the Frog was. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it, yeah it, there's it, a lot of moments where, uh, Joe shines as Joe. Yeah, and and I think, uh, I mean, I don't want to say black culture. I don't want to say black culture as much as New York culture, but there is a lot more culture in this. Yeah, yes. compared to something like. I'm just going to say it because Wash bought it up like four times, but Spies in Disguise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will Smith as a pigeon, yeah. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that stuff was... 
I, I all right. That, that's a, that's 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 all I I can really say because again I don't think we're, are we we're gonna really end good. it on spies in disguise? Yeah, but final <laughs> thoughts. Is this the spies in disguise of Pixar movies? <laughs> no. Final thoughts. Uh, <laughs> uh, random. Do you want to start? Yeah. Um, I really like this movie a lot more than I thought I would. Um, do I think it's like one of the? I think it's definitely one of the most intellectual picture Pixar films out there, mm-hmm. where it makes you think both good and bad. Um, at points, but I I see more of the good of it than the bad of it. Um, I like the characters. I like Joe. I I enjoy Twenty Two. More now after this conversation than before, but I enjoyed Twenty Two. She was funny, mm-hmm. and it, regardless, and I she does she is a well written character, even if you don't think she will be at first. Um, mm-hmm. I liked the animation, of course. Um, the soul animation was good, but my God, New York looked phenomenal. It looked phenomenal. Pizza mm-hmm. looked phenomenal. The piano fingers looked phenomenal. And just like the playing, the music is phenomenal. There's so many good things about this movie, but I don't know if I would ever call it my favorite. I don't know if it beats Coco. I don't think it does yet. I need to rewatch it again, mm-hmm. but it's it'll be up there for sure. But I need to rewatch it again to find out. Okay, I'm definitely um, curious. I mean, obviously not now. I'm not going to ask you. Now. I've seen the movie once. But, you know, when a couple months pass, you rewatch it and we do the actual episode on it. Yeah. Like, I know you're saying Coco, but, like, I'm curious about, like, Up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm on the same uh, boat. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it was a nice, it was weird watching it on Disney Plus, especially in years now where I've watched Pixar films at theaters mm-hmm. just for us. <laughs> or for the podcast, but mm. it was still nice, and um, I really am happy I watched it, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm glad it exists. I hope I want I want Pete Doctor to make more films. I know he's a lot busier now, and he's pretty much the head of Pixar now. So he is, he is now, um, which he honestly deserves because he's one of the best best of the original. Probably my favorite of the original uh, directors from Pixar. Mm-hmm. At least, definitely my favorite now that Lee Unkridge left. But, um, uh. but yeah, he's a good guy. He makes good stories. And I cannot wait to see. First, we did Inside the Mind, then we did Inside the Soul. Now we're going to do Inside the Body. Well, <laughs> well, first, we did Inside the Monsters uni- University, the Monster Incorporated. <laughs> Hello. Then we no. did Inside the House of a Lonely Old Man. And then... Then yeah, we true. did Inside the Mind. And then we did Inside the Soul. Now we're going to do Inside the Body, and uh, it will be the Inside Trilogy. No, no, no. The Inside Trilogy. Inside Trilogy. Now, now I'm thinking about Squidtastic Voyage, when SpongeBob and Patrick go inside Squidward's body. Wash, final thoughts? Yes. <laughs> My final thoughts are: I enjoyed this movie very much. I don't think it ranks uh, among the. Definitely, I definitely don't think it, it. It. It didn't hit home quite as uh, as as hard as uh, Inside Out did for me. Um, I'm not sure how high I would rank it. It definitely would need to be a. Uh, would need to do a rewatch for this one. Um, I, in fact, but I I I would push it on this just so we could. 
just just so I could go watch the movie again because I really want to get this, want to get, uh, really want to settle in on this more. Um, very good. I like the I like the characters. I enjoyed the 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 world. I enjoyed the counselors. I didn't get to, to mention the designs of the of the counselors that they're like a two dimensional being in three D space, uh, which was quite interesting. I quite liked that. Especially like that that like you see they they have you can the shots where you see the back of their head and you can still see their face through the head because it's metaphorical and I like that um and I like the counselors because they're very funny Terry is Terry um and uh, it it has a has a, a good amount of it was more comedic than I was expecting going into it like I was expecting something more heady. But it it actually uh goes it, it goes pretty uh pretty deep into uh into the comedy and stuff. Um, of course the jazz music is phenomenal. Uh, score is phenomenal. Uh, the I I, I definitely want to rewatch it because I I feel like there was something there there was a, a something missing. That was keeping this from being from from me feeling like really, like oh my god, sold on this. Um, maybe it, it it could be that I'm not watching it in the theater. I didn't have that that immersion. Uh, as, as I usually would. Um, I'll have to see, but I I'm definitely gonna watch it again. I definitely would recommend you watch it. Um, take it take with it what you will. Take its lessons what you will. Uh, maybe don't think too hard about it. Uh, that, that, that can be a danger in its own way. Um, yes, don't think too hard about the intellectual movie. <laughs> don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't think too hard about it. <laughs> um, could be fan. What about you? I did really like it. I want to preface that. Yeah. I feel like I should bring that up because I've been pretty negative. Um, well, I mean, I've been very, I've been very positive as well. Yeah. It's it's just it's one of those th- it's it's like random said it is a it really is a movie that makes you think, and I like thinking and not getting confused. Uh, this this movie has problems. I think we can all agree on that. Every movie has problems. Mm-hmm. I'll say that about The Incredibles. This movie's problems just come from the. This movie's problems come from the wrong places because it's when you start thinking more about it. You can say things like, Oh, in The Incredibles, Bob has super strength. Wasn't that, how can his muscles withstand that? And it's just like, that's that's when you're getting into the nitpicking territory. If you want to do that, that's fine. It's fun. I recommend you try to do it at some point because it's actually really fun. But it's not actual substantial problems with the movie. It's not a criticism. Yeah, when when there are genuine plot holes that can very much distract from the experience, especially with a movie at, with with subject matters like this one, it just gets it, it sticks out, and that kind of feeling of the problem sticking out kind of pervaded throughout the whole movie for me. I know Wash said I don't know why this movie didn't stick with me so much. I know why it didn't stick with me, and it's because the whole time there were just things that were nagging at me. 
Mm-hmm. Which, if you want to know what they were, I spent the last two hours talking about them. <laughs> uh, but to distract from what the movie did right uh, would be even more confusing than the movie's plot holes. Uh, great characters, great animation, great. I love New York. I love the New York music. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about the soul world, but, you know, the, the Terry's and the Jerry, the, the Terry singular and the Jerry's plural are a lot of fun. As Wash said, I love their designs. Even going over some things that we didn't talk about very much. We didn't really talk about Dorothea Williams a lot. We didn't talk about Curly all that much. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot to like here. And while I definitely think the New York stuff is substantially better than the Soul stuff, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's, there's a lot to like on both sides. Yeah. And to say the movie is not good would be incorrect. It is a very good movie. I remember when I finished it for the first time, this was pretty bad, when I finished it for the first time, I was thinking about it, and um, thinking about what I liked, what I didn't like, and it was like, man, I left, I did not feel this conflicted when I finished, like, Onward. <laughs> like, do, do I like Onward more? And I could tell you this, no, this is better than Onward. Okay. But it was just one of those things that, like, as as I thought about the movie more, it's like, it's flaws stood out a lot more, but it's strength stood out a lot more too. Mm-hmm. And as, as much as I've been harping on these flaws, I am the kind of person that it's like, okay, these flaws, they're here, but if the movie's good enough, I don't care. <laughs> Cars is my number five. <laughs> um, so yes. Uh, even though when I first watched the movie, I kind of was like, all right, I'm going to go into the conversation saying, I think it's good. Like kind of good. Maybe. But uh, the more that I thought about it, the more that it sat. I can't call it incredible just because, you know, those problems do stick out a lot. But mm-hmm. I would say that this was a great movie. I don't know if I would recommend it for everybody, uh, but I would definitely recommend it for those that can ignore the glaring <laughs> plot holes. And they are glaring. Yeah. But if you can ignore those, easy recommendation. Pete Doctor, another hit. Uh, definitely uh definitely another hit um within like just the 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 works of pete doctor i'm not sure where it would rank yeah i'm not i'm not not too sure i'm not even gonna try because i've only seen it once so that's that's fair yeah i definitely need to see this a second time maybe even a third time um i don't know what because uh i don't know when we're gonna be planning the uh a a proper episode of this uh we'll give ourselves some more time uh, cause it's just been a week. Um, we'll do some soul searching. Of home. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I watched this film and I'm glad it came. I'm glad we got to experience two Pixar films and we won't be able to do this again until when's the next film coming out? Hold on. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Hold on. So. I'm gonna answer that question right now. The uh, next film is going to be what the heck is it? Oh, what? Oh, okay. So the next one is going to be a film called Oh Yes, Luca. Um. Oh yes, yes. Uh, that is going to be in 2021, planned for June. Um, and then we'll next see. year is we're gonna have. Two Pixar films, one and just like 2020, they're both planned for March and June. So we'll see. Uh, but but it's gonna be uh, Turning Red, 
which is directed by the uh by uh Domi Chi who did um uh uh, uh Bao. Do you remember the short Bao? Yep, I remember. Yep. Of course. And uh and then uh Lightyear. <laughs> the bunch Lightyear. Oh <laughs> Yep, uh, we're ready there. <laughs> yep. What happened to no the, it's, no, no, it's not a sequel. It's, 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 not, it's a, not a sequel. Not a sequel. Like, that's this is thing. how they're gonna get us. We're gonna we're gonna get Mater and the Ghost like the movie. It's not a sequel. <laughs> it's gonna sequel, happen. Yeah. And we're gonna have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. That's how we'll get cars for. It'll be car it'll be Mater. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it'll be Doc. Because yeah, uh, I'm making about Doc Hudson, even though the voice actor passed away. But it'll be a younger Doc Hudson, so that'll be excuse to change the voice actor. Anyway, I am. I need to. I'm. I don't want to think about it. Okay. I don't well, want to think I, about the, it. The only thing I, I'm gonna say, uh, maybe we'll talk about this when we get to the uh, when we revisit. But uh, the, the one thing I can say about uh, Luca is that it is directed by um, the uh, the the person who did the La Luna short. Beautiful. Beautiful short. Hey, I thought you said they were directed by the. No, that's the red one. Never mind. That's the red. That's the uh, tone in red. Um, yeah. Yeah. Luca is gonna be. In fact, the, um, from what I understand, they're both transformation, like coming of age transformation films. Uh, Luca is, I believe, about a mermaid, and tone in red is about a girl who transforms into a red panda. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How they're gonna go, and then light year is light year. <laughs> it's it's, just, yep. it's 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 a it's what a Buzz Lightyear movie would be within the Toy Story universe. You know, um, they already did that with an animated film and a TV series. I guess that doesn't count. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No one re- does anyone remember the Buzz Lightyear cartoon? I, I, of course, I remember the Buzz Lightyear uh, animated where where oh, they I... had a TV movie with Tim Allen as Buzz, and then for the rest of the series, it was Patrick Warburton. I don't remember the the Tim Allen doing the voice for the for the TV movie, but I do remember the series. Yes, I I had the VHS back in the day, oh, and okay. that was that was it was Tim Allen, it, and it, then they released a Disney Channel version where they replaced all the lines. With Patrick Warburton saying them, uh, and there's a video of comparing them side by side, and it's so weird to hear them back to back. Send that to me, please. I will. <laughs> I do want to see that. Actually. So this is basically all I, hearing all I Joe have from see- Family Guy or Crunk being Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> and it's just, and it's it's, it's just it's just off. It's so off. so. All I have to say about Lightyear, uh, sighing aside. Is that I went into Cars Two with an open enough mind. I think I can go into Lightyear with an open enough mind. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's. <sighs> I mean, we have. It, it's coming to be coming out twenty twenty two. We got time. They got time. Um, and we'll just see where this goes. Um, yeah. This is also like Lightyear. Just, just like a smack in the face. Like the, like the promise was the next five films, and that started with Onward. <laughs> So Lightyear was the last of that promise, and it's just been off. Yep. <laughs> yep. Unless they delay it, which they very all these films could be delayed. All these can be delayed, absolutely. Uh, or we'll, even canceled. Newt was canceled. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Hopefully that uh, nothing's gonna happen yet. Uh, I I did see like in the footnotes here that like a football club, uh, f- football club Barcelona. 
entered talks with Pixar to create a film, I don't think that's actually going to go through. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Anyway. We're, Thank I'm, you all for joining us on this journey. On this soul-searching journey, yes. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's a been, joke. It's been yeah. fun. Our, what we thought, 79-minute episode turned out to be two hours. Um, <laughs> well, that's what happens when we don't have a time. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway. I'm Random Bystander here. I am the Wash. And I'm Ka! I, I like the... Oh, I forgot to mention the, one, the, 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 the hippie going down with the ship. And then when yeah. we go back to the real world, he just does the salute. Yes! <laughs> that would be the... And the on cut. that note, we're going down with this ship with the end of this episode. Bye-bye! Bye-bye! Oh, good character. Goodbye. Bye-bye.